you can't see your family and friends, it's okay if they don't let you fly on planes and you must have a QR code or vaccine passport. It's for your safety. It's for the society's safety. Don't you get it? You have to deem who is fit or unfit to survive. And in order to think that it's okay to um, force some sort of atrocities against a certain subgroup of society, you must dehumanize them. And he goes over how you go about doing that. When people dehumanize other, they actually conceive of them being a subhuman creature. So it's easier to do harm to them because you're not looking at them as you or a friend or a loved one. You're looking at them because you've mentally categorized them as subhuman. And today we are wielding this tactic as far as COVID. You know, we have the vaccinated and the unvaccinated where we are literally categorizing society based off your vaccine status. And some may think that this is for, you know, it's framed as this is for the safety of society, for the collective. So we can, we can impose and deteriorate the individual rights of individuals for the collective and the society at whole. And then there's even been articles or people mentioning that those who are unvaxxed should be de denied medical care. Once you're telling people that they should now be denied medical care, that's one more step into dehumanizing them and that they are contagious and that they are murderous because they are risking and they're killing everyone, even though the vaccine vaccinated people can still obtain and spread the virus. But the tactic is to divide and conquer. And once you divide and you, you know, you categorize these people into these, you marginalize them into these um, poor qualities or these, um, I'm at a loss for words, but I guess dehumanizing them. I was trying not to repeat that again, but you start the dehumanization of these individuals. And he made an example of the Nazis when they referred to Jews as dangerous, disease-carrying rats. Well, today, the, vac the unvaccinated are disease-carrying, horrible people, grandma killers. That's what the media wants to tell us. And if you don't get vaccinated, then you should just not be able to participate in society. And he also explained that the, the Nazis posed or the Jewish people who they consider to be dangerous rats infested humans, they pose a deadly threat to the humanity at whole, like the unvaccinated. They pose a deadly threat to the, to the society writ large, even though the vaccine, vaccinated people can still obtain and spread the virus. Because that's not the point. Think about it. They also continued that the, the Nazis considered the Jewish people, they were vectors of contagion. And it will remain that way as long as these peoples do not find, the people do not find the strength to rid the virus. You must get rid of these people to rid the virus. And because these people were disease carrying, dangerous individuals, their actions against them were deemed acceptable by society. And we see that today, it's all right to not allow unvaccinated people to partake, participate in society. It's okay to fire them from their jobs and 
make them unable to make a living for themselves. It's okay if potentially like in Australia, they're building wellness camps. In Australia, the government is literally building wellness camps because of COVID. It's okay if the government and police enforce you to stay inside your house. It's okay if they tell you that you can't see your family and friends. It's okay if they don't let you fly on planes and you must have a QR code or vaccine passport. It's for your safety. It's for the society's safety. Don't you get it? And then the article continues that kind of explaining that, you know, once a group of people have been deemed less than human and they're labeled an aggressor, they're labeled the ones that are um, comp capitulating this dangerous environment onto society. Then the only way to liberate society is to exclude or remove them from the moral community. And usually, who is it that starts these ideologies or these philosophy, philosophy and tries to facilitate them and push their narrative? It's usually the intelligentsia, it's the intellectuals, it's the sophisticated ones. And then all of you, you know, you're to listen to the experts, refer to the experts, we know what's best. And it tends to be those ones that tell us that they know what's best, that aren't afraid and are sometimes willing and eager to take away your rights or dehumanize you in order to obtain their desired end goal. And many of these movements of historical past and what we see today, because are done by the intelligentsia and our intellectuals. When we think about, and one of the examples, you know, they're promoted through scientific papers, they're promoted through think tanks and universities, even medical professionals, otherwise known as experts. And an example that they, they have in the article is the 1946 Nuremberg doctor's trial, which was the first of 12 military tribunals held in Germany after the defeat of Germany and Japan. They participated in Hitler's euthanasia program around 200,000 mentally and physically handicapped people deemed unfit to live where um, were deemed unfit to live were gassed to death and they were performed fetish medical experiments on thousands of people. They essentially used them as lab rats and they calculated some of the um, some of the reactions they had to whatever was being done to them. And these were done by doctors. So don't blindly believe that doctors have your best interest, that lawyers or politicians or anyone always try and do research and think critically. Don't fall for the trap of experts say, therefore you must obey. And the way that they're able to do this, that you don't question morality because experts say, and you don't question maybe the morality of, a, you know, physical things being done to people as well as stripping them of their rights and their ability to live their life is when you take God out of a society, that void is there and it's filled with something. And even when it may not be filled by an individual something, it gives the opportunity for maybe the government to then look as God and when human is God and morality isn't derived from God, God itself, but humans are looked at as playing the role of God, then they get to determine what is moral and what is unmoral. And if history and even today tells us anything, humans themselves cannot make morality.
And the reason we know good of good and evil is because of the enlightenment and the revelation of God itself and through Judaism, Christianity. And this wasn't, you know, even though it's 2021 and we don't know this, but right and wrong wasn't a universal thing in human history. So it is um, something that we had to become aware of. So just think about that. That's another movement. You have the green movement, you have the population, you know, the population control movement, and then you have the atheistic movement where they try to rid God out of society. All these things have correlation and benefit from one another. And so we'll continue with the final conclusion that they mention in this article is that the most important observation and realization when considering these human atrocities is that they were done by other ordinary humans. And that's not to say, you know, when you're thinking of just the leaders, that the leaders are ordinary humans, but the guards, the people that told on their neighbors, the people that turned their neighbors in, um, the con like I said, the concentration guards. And then of course you have the people within the government. You have the men, the right-hand men next to people like Stalin and um, Hitler and Mao. These were all humans. Never lose sight of that, is that these people that have done bad things are humans. And that just because it's 2021, we might, this is one of our great faults is we think that we're more sophisticated and better than others and better than and more wise than past generations. We are humans and those tendencies are within us. And we need moral guidance to avoid enacting on those tendencies. It almost makes you think, are all these things sinisterly sinister? Are they intentional? And obviously, I told you, I believe they're all intertwined. And that's not to say that a lot of these people that, you know, your everyday people who are in favor of these movements are bad people. I think there's a lot of good people within all of these. They have all of these concerns. It's more of the leaders and the intellectuals and the experts and the politicians who want control over these, these narratives and these motives to then dictate how the rest of society and individuals should live and they violate the individual rights of citizens. So in my conclusion, like I said, I think that all these movements are intertwined. I think the population control and the dehumanization and then under the guise of environmental movements and to protect the environment and to protect the sovereignty of the individual and then to also then think that it is moral or okay to abort and to play God and to decide for humans to be able to decide or our sophisticated betters to decide who can live and who should not live. And with that being said, we must be aware and cognizant and never fall into the trap of what the media and all these, you know, the powers that be or the people of influence when they say you you have to trust the science you have to trust the experts and you must not think for yourself don't do your own research don't listen to opposing opinions if there's a minority amount of doctors who are saying this don't even listen to them because you must listen to the majority and the experts because we know best we know what's best for you don't think about it just trust us and that's historically and even today as we see living out in 2021 with the egregious violations of our rights especially here in america where our rights are given to us by god where we are they are endowed by our creator that um each and every one of us are equal and we are equal within god's image those are important and we're seeing those be totally totally 
we're seeing those be totally devastated by our our people of power, our politicians who categorize these civil rights violations and these you know these violations of our liberties as being scientific facts, as being for the betterment of society, of being for your safety, of being for it's it's what's best for you because the experts say so. And it's the science. Don't you trust the science? And even when these people are proven wrong, they're not held accountable. They're not even they're still touted as being experts. And of course, like I said, you can be wrong, but you must admit when you're wrong. Instead, they never admit when they're wrong. The science changed. And even when even when they've pushed for horrific ideas that we're seeing today, and even when they push for horrific ideas that have been facilitated in the past and are being now reintroduced in today's, you know, same tactics, different era, they're never held accountable. And, you know, just be a good citizen. Listen to the experts. And I'm asking for all of you not to just be a good citizen and do what you're told and listen um, and believe what you're told, but to think, to be curious, to be intellectually curious, to do some research, to listen to different ideas, and ultimately to just think for yourself. And I'm not telling you what to think with all of this. I'm just providing you with some information that I found to be very interesting. Of course, I give you my opinion. You can believe it or not. I hope you enjoyed the perspective and found some value out of it. But just be aware that many of these people that are facilitating these movements or these narratives or funding them may, in my opinion, don't have your best interest or society's best interest at heart. Whether that be population control, the environmental movement, abortion, in my opinion, a lot of it stems from dehumanization and anti-human movement. So again, I will link my sources below. Um, if you found any value, you found interest, let me know what you think, like, share, and stay tuned for another episode of Tea with Taylor where I dissect the topic and hopefully provide you some information and an interesting perspective. So thank you for joining me. I hope to see you soon and take care. God bless because our morality and our rights are derived from God, not man, or government. So take care. God bless.